Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, great to have you along today for the show as we talk about the 529 plan penalty, what it is, and how you can avoid it. Okay, so there are so many ways to save for college. The absolute best way to do it might very well be depending on your specific situation. So a lot of people have success using a 529 plan to save for higher education expenses. A 529, in case you don't know, is a type of tax-advantaged account that allows you to save and invest money. As long as you withdraw that money for qualified expenses, you can do so without paying taxes on it. However, if you don't use money in your 529 plan for qualified education expenses, you might be charged a 529 plan penalty. Thankfully, it's fairly straightforward to avoid a 529 plan penalty as long as you take a few precautionary steps. First of all, what's a 529 plan? All right, so 529 plans are a type of account that is typically used for saving for college and other higher education expenses. 529 plans are generally run by individual states, and you can open a 529 in a variety of states, not necessarily the one you actually live in. However, many states give tax deductions or even credits for contributing to their specific 529 plan. So one of our best 529 tips is to consider opening your plan in the state that you live in, or at least pay taxes in, to take advantage of these tax benefits. It's relatively easy to set up a 529, too. You can even set up separate 529s for all the different children you might have, or beneficiaries. While each 529 account has a specific beneficiary, you are able to change the beneficiary anytime you want. And this can be really useful if one of your kids earns a full-ride scholarship, for instance, or even decides not to attend college. Totally fine, too. The funds in their account don't have to go to waste. Instead, you can use that money for a different beneficiary. Oh, and also, you don't have to be a parent to open a 529 either. Uh, Grandparents, aunts, uncles, and others, too, anybody can open a 529 to help contribute towards higher education expenses. Okay, so what are eligible expenses we keep talking about? One of the key parts of how 529 plans work is that you must use them to pay for qualified higher education expenses. It's more than just college tuition that's eligible, too. There are a number of qualified expenses. Just a few of them we'll list today. And you can find more when you dive in deeper into this article at thecollegeinvestor.com. But we'll run through just a couple. The first one is post-secondary tuition. That's college, university, trade schools, vocational programs, and registered apprenticeship programs. Room and board, if paid directly to the college or university, and the student is attending at least half-time. Books and supplies that are required for classes. Technology things like computers, printers, laptops, even internet service that is required for school. K-12 through education for a public or even private school. Tuition is capped, though, at $10,000 per year and then up to $10,000 towards student loan repayment after school, which is very nice. Okay, now let's talk about what the plan penalty is. If you use money in a 529 for something other than qualified expenses, you're probably going to occur a 529 plan penalty. The penalty is a 10% penalty that you'll have to pay on any amount withdrawn for non 
qualifying expenses. This penalty will definitely lower the amount of money in your 529, so you should probably avoid incurring it, <laughs> if at all possible. Any money that you withdraw from your 529 for a non-qualified expense will also be treated as ordinary income, which just means you'll likely have to pay federal and state income tax on it. Your state may have a separate state-specific 529 plan penalty as well, so you should consult your tax preparer to make sure that you're correctly accounting for any fees or penalties that you might owe. Here's how to avoid that 10% penalty. While a 529 plan of 10% on top of any state penalties and additional tax owed, that can be a big amount, the good news is that it's fairly easy to avoid a 529 plan penalty. The best thing to do is to make sure that you keep good records of your withdrawals. You'll also want to make sure that you stay within the 529 plan contribution limits. Remember also that if the beneficiary of your 529 plan, often your child, does not go to college or doesn't use up the money, you do have options other than just closing the account and paying the penalty. You can change the beneficiary to another child or even yourself. You might also save the money to help pay for higher education expenses for a grandchild or other family member. So the bottom line, 529 plans are one of the best ways to save for college or other higher education expenses. Your money can grow tax-free, and you may even get a deduction or credit on your state income taxes, as long as you use the money in your 529 plan for qualified education expenses, you won't have to pay income tax on your contributions or the growth in your account. But if you withdraw money from your 529 plan for non-qualified expenses, you will have to pay a 529 plan penalty. That's 10% of the withdrawn amount, and the money is also treated as ordinary income. So you'll be taxed again when you pay income taxes on it as well. Some states may also charge an additional penalty on non-qualified withdrawals. And that is our show for today. Thanks so much for stopping by. If you want to dive a little bit deeper, find out about the different plans, we got all kinds of info, great information about 529 plans at thecollegeinvestor.com. Just type in 529 in the search bar and hello, there's all the resources you need. Thanks again for stopping by and we'll talk to you again real soon.